Three, two, one. Find the strength. It's a sword of power. Sword of power. Dragon and earth. Soaring through the sky. Spread your wings. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Ballin' Out Super! Super. <laughs> we nailed it, Banel. Yeah. We nailed it. I did the thing. I did the thing that people like <laughs> on the show. See, the show, show's not so different now when you stepdad coming in. Look, you, you're, you know, your mom and other dad, mm-hmm. um, you know, they still love you. Yeah, and they still they still care about you very much. Yeah, but now you know things are different, and they are. And you know, <laughs> I'm sure in coming time, uh-huh. we will have a really good relationship. We'll have a lot of fun together. Yeah. So you know, you know, don't worry. I'm not here to replace uh, KRL and uh, Alex. I'm. I'm just gonna. I just want to love your mom, and <laughs> which is me now. <laughs> <laughs> I went from the new dad to mom. Yeah, basically. Well, and shit. you know, <laughs> and we're gonna have a great time. Yeah, I've also are. been deep dicking her for the last like ten years. So, God you damn! Know, it's not like, well, that's the thing, Benel, and you know, it's actually the week that Alex and Katie left balling out super last week. Everybody. Yeah. As everyone, Some would say abandoned. I, is anyone who's listening to this not aware of this? Maybe. <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> first new episodes? First new, yeah. New for the... I can't imagine anyone doesn't know this, but... Everybody, Benel's not guest starring for <laughs> Alex and Katie. Yeah. Alex Wazak and Katie Rose have um, exited Ballin' Out Super at the end of Dragon Ball Z yeah. Kai. And yeah. uh, I brought in Benel to be my new co-host... As he said, new new stepdad to deep to deep dick me on air <laughs> and off air. <laughs> oh. Every 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 week. <laughs> also, we I just want to say we have a bunch of other kids together, so um, yeah, they'll be showing up. Yeah, our kids are gonna show up. All right, so play nice with our Naruto kids, okay? <laughs> they're they're much smaller than you guys. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're much smaller. But you know they're they're very nice. They're very sweet. Yeah, we love our Naruto you know, kids. They have, yeah, they have a weird thing about coming in bags. But you know that's <laughs> that's on that's on them. They learned it from us, okay. <laughs> um, we did come in. We did promise that we would come in a bag and send it to them. as a Patreon gift. That is the type of that's <laughs> a, and that's the type of thing, ballers, that you can expect from us <laughs> for the next however many years. Dragon Ball. I think okay. Here's the thing, Benel. Not to do a bit. Not to scare everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be. A, we might do some repeating bits that you. you we, we might cannibalize our Naruto bits and do them here. <laughs> it might happen. Listen, not to scare everybody out, but if we so looking at the episode listing for Dragon Ball, if we actually do all of Dragon Ball, Benel, 
Uh, I think it would take us like three years. <laughs> nope. If we actually do all of Dragon Ball. Now, no promises up top. All right, we're here. Oh, yeah. We're going to do what we can for the, do it for the people. I did it for the rock and for the people. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, if you guys like flee, if you guys like abandon us, like fucking low, like if you <laughs> in the next two months, like are fucking out the door because this shit's not working for you. Yeah. Trust us. We'll just go back to doing whatever the fuck we were doing beforehand. But, uh, coming in bags if you're, if for Naruto fans. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's fucking, it's a scene from Juno. If you're in, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I never saw that movie. Yeah, Elliot Page. There's a good movie in there somewhere. <laughs> have you seen it? Is it not good? Or it's good. It's just you have to deal with Diablo Cody's writing to get to like good writing. I was gonna say, like, are, you, are you not a Diablo Cody fan? Uh, she can. She could get super fucking grating. Okay. Like, but there's always a there's a good emotional core in there somewhere. You just have to go through. Maybe the first 40 minutes of the fucking movie? I feel like that was the... I might be wrong about this. But is Juno kind of like the midway point between, like, we love Michael Sarah and we've had enough of him? It, he or, com- it, it, here's the thing. It comes and goes for Michael Sarah. That guy... Yeah, it comes and goes for him. No, but well, actually, because wasn't... um, uh, What's the what's the, the big... Wasn't Scott Pilgrim after that? Yeah, that was right after. Okay, and so then we've reached, we've reached pure Michael Sarah saturation, and now we had to wait till it goes down again. I guess you're right, because people love the Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I liked it, too. Um, <laughs> it, I, but, honestly, I think people are going back and enjoying it. Like, my kid went back. Like, my kid loves it. Like, the new generation fucking loves Scott Pilgrim. I'm really, you know, I, I'm really enjoying this thing where the, quote, new generation... Is going back and enjoying the things that we already liked the first time. Yeah, <laughs> I think honestly, I think it's like a barometer of quality. Yeah, I think we just misunderstood how good Connick did have stuff. <laughs> like, look, the Breaking Bad conversation we've had on Talking Hour. So good listen, Talking Hour. <laughs> we did have that last <laughs> week, but yeah. Well, it's like sometimes like millennials will turn on stuff after a decade. Yeah. Oh, but look, every- Every generation has like sort of like oh I can't believe they were into that shit and it's like I feel like this happens for everything that I ever liked it gets retroactively yeah, turned but, on. <laughs> but some of the stuff we've liked has fucking like there they, people have been finding it and been like God damn that is that is really fucking good. I like, yeah. It, it feels like and it, maybe I'm just old and out of touch, but now but it feels like a lot of things I like people retroactively are like shit this wasn't perfect. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the problem. It's, it's like, yes, well, hell of flaws. Well, it's also like I guess it's also because like uh, it comes from a different political time. Also, yeah, I think yeah, we were just yeah. like when like I, I was talking to a friend about this, but like when Obama was around, but like people just were not as angry about media stuff. <laughs> I think I think people are like more afraid of like media creating toxic people. Because it's more it, toxicity is just more around. I think I think it's toxicity is more is at least more maybe visible, maybe a, more visible. There, you that's go. what I mean. To I say, think that's yeah. a, one of the one of the issues. Like I find incredibly interesting to mull over is um, people like to. I know people. I like like 
people corrupt words now so much faster than they did when we were growing up. You like, think so? Yeah, virtue signaling came from describing a thing to being an, a derogatory insult. Pretty like, quickly. Within the span of, like, yeah, within the span of a few years. Woke came Woke, from... Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a perfect example. example of that. Yeah, it's a good I'm just, example. like, literally describing something to a insult that means nothing. Like, woke doesn't mean anything. It's just used by reactionaries to to describe anything that I don't like, which is always like, I wish my going back to my main problem with reactionaries is they're cowards and never never say what they actually mean um, because is, they don't want to deal with the consequences. What they mean like, is I hate gays and blacks. I hate gays, blacks, and women. Like that's they, literally but, what they mean. But they don't say that. Instead, they say like. Uh, yeah, they hide under like whatever <laughs> false logic they have to because they're cowards. At the core of it, they're cowards and they fold like fucking. They have they have no spine. Like they don't actually stand by anything because they don't have anything to stand by. They're reactionary. They literally yeah. have no convictions. <laughs> they have things to react. If they don't have anything to react to, then they have nothing to react to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they don't actually have. Like if you put them viewpoint. into space, they would actually crumple into nothing. Because yeah. they're 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 they exist in a vacuum. <laughs> they just, yeah, they're they vacuum. They're vacuous personality. <laughs> it's really people that don't have like an internal life, so they don't have anything they think or feel, but they want people to know they exist. It's very it's very incredible. Mm. It's basically it's just going like you know when a kid sees a bunch of adults talking and then will start like. Talking loudly and like yeah. trying to make them so that's exactly they're, they're, what they're trying to. Uh, I mean, it's understandable for a child because they're trying to like reassure the fact that they exist, yeah, <laughs> which is understandable for a child. But when you grow up, when you when you're an adult and you're still like that, but it's also another thing where it's like money now and in, is involved in it, where it's like they have to have a take. Well, it's because just under capitalism, but no, anything have, can be commodified. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's so like, oh, I have to have a take because that's how I make money. And if I don't have a take, I don't make any money. And this is why I'm and not I'm on like, Twitter. I'm like, this is why no. Here's the thing: nobody wants to work. It's true because jobs suck because capitalism is evil. Like yeah. that's why. And it, instead of going like, maybe we should get rid of capitalism, he's like, no, I gotta figure out how to make money in a way. That makes me the laziest. Like I don't know what the fuck I gotta, to tell you guys. Like, people got people got to hustle. It's a hustle. I gotta hustle. There, you know? Yeah. Why don't you just actually just get a real job, and then like get another job after that job fails? Yeah. It's okay not to be glamorous, <laughs> bro. It's okay to be fucking ir- irrelevant. That's, yeah. Like I don't understand. Get a uh, real job. Yelled the podcaster. <laughs> yeah, I mean this isn't. I. Guys, I, I'm talking about I myself, you, not you, Benel. Oh, okay. I was about to say. <laughs> you have a real job. This is this is your job. I have seven yeah. jobs. Yeah. I don't have. This is like <laughs> another one of my. This is another one of my hassles. I got a day job. I wrestle and I do and I do hair. You've been doing hair, Benel? No, that's a, oh. a joke from the joke. Oh, it bitch. is okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm a male stripper and I do it. Guys, go watch the Juggernaut, bitch. I know Gen Z has not. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, Gen Z will probably hate it. Uh, it possibly, there's a lot. Of, yeah. There's a lot of loose language in that. In oh that, boy, is there? Yeah. That, 
There's a lot of loose language in there. Yeah, like, you know, I, here's a question, but maybe I'm asking the wrong audience here. Um, I wish, this is why I miss, I miss Katie already, but, because I feel like <laughs> it's not fair to ask this question without a woman around it. Is it cool if I throw around the C word <laughs> as a man? I mean, do you have a break? Do you have a British accent? Well, that's the thing, but that's the thing. Is uh, the only reason I throw it around is because I consume enough British media that I, it it it, it, it flies off my lips quick enough, and I don't. Also, I was I was never like raised around people who got offended by it. Really, I guess. Yeah, me neither. Well, so, look, I was never raised around people who got offended by the N word, but I still don't say it in company. <laughs> that's the thing. I had to. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, but like that's you got you got yeah. That's the thing. You got to check it. Like, yeah. You know. Context is important, and I think that's a problem. But like, I, <laughs> I would say, if you were in England, go fucking crazy. If you were like yeah, around your true. British friends, go fucking nuts. Yeah, you want, you're around Max Corbel, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I miss him. <laughs> Shout out to Max Corbel. <laughs> Shout out to Max. I love you. I love you, my best friend. I love you so much. Um, please stop. Please stop going to school. Why? He's gonna be a fucking. He's he's drowning in postgraduate work. Oh. Well, <laughs> drowning in it. School be like that, but no, you know, dude, I, yeah, you're not fucking kidding, man. I saw so, fucking kidding. <laughs> I was playing the game Splendor the other day, and this is already feels more like a, th- so we can talk about the Yu-Gi-Oh episode of the game time, but, uh, have you played Splendor, but I played it. Okay. So <laughs> it's a game. We have a bunch of different colored gems. And I, I I hoarded all the black gems, right? The onyx gems. And out of the e, so it was me. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna name names as to who's in the game, okay? But it was me, my brown friend, uh, a white lady friend, and Zach Snow. And <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> No, I can I can Zach is, Zach isn't uh he he doesn't take any friend of the podcast. Yeah, he he's the podcast. Friend of the podcast, Zach Snow, our wrestling trainer. Uh but um, my wrestling my, my wrestling dad. Yeah. Zach Snow. He doesn't take any heat in the story, that's why I was I can make that joke. But no, so I, I hoarded all the Onyx gems. Right? It's like one of the, you know, we're playing the game, so like no one say anything for a while because we're all concentrating. So it's like really quiet. And then I hoard all the Onyx gems and just out of the ether. My brown friend just goes, you cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I knew he was talking about me, but the white girl we were playing with was like, what? (laughs) And I felt kind of bad. It made me laugh because it was such such a a fun, like, cross-stream moment. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty good. I, I gotta admit that it, it came like uh, from uh, the depths. You know, like when it's quiet for a while, like the first thing that gets said seems like way louder. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's. Like, it was really fucking funny. Um, Deep shame came. I, I mean, I did that to a friend of ours at a game at a game night. Don't, don't get me wrong. I've been, <laughs> but I don't know people saying it at a woman. <laughs> that does make it worse. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I made it a thousand worse. She understood. She got it. She was like, "Look, I." We got it. I, I fucked your play up, and I'm like, yeah, you understand. To be fair, I don't think I've ever called a lady that. I don't even know if I've I, called I mean, my male friends that. I, but I do like to, I like to call like, uh, you know, like <laughs> theoretical famous people that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but not. I mean, look, I've I, only thought it and never said that. So. Well. <laughs> thinking it's the first. You're you are not your thoughts, Benel. If 
Um, hey, but yeah, somebody please, for the love of God, <laughs> explain that to young people. That thought crime, no such thing as actual thought crimes. You yeah. can't actually just think of things and not say them. Read nights. You don't have to express every. Not every thought is worth expressing. Like I know because sometimes I find myself on YouTube comments about to type, and I'm like, wait a second, what am I doing? Yeah, I've made that mistake in my youth. Yeah, I don't need to express <laughs> this thought. This person's wrong. I don't need to tell them that. Let them yeah, live their lives. It's fine. Someone, it's fine. You know what I've found? The longer I've been alive, the longer I've been alive, is that eventually that wheel comes around, and you end up looking like a dickhead. Eventually, shitty people just end up alienating everyone around them. Yeah. Well, you just gotta let them do it. You just you have to let them do it. Yeah. You yeah. just just step out of their way. They'll they'll stand on the landmine. They may be winning now, but trust me, <laughs> that shit does not last forever. Yeah. Because they they'll inevitably put they'll inevitably sacho bob themselves. They'll step on that big ass rake, smack <laughs> themselves hard in the face, and you could just stand there and be like, "I saw that shit coming." Yeah. It's also I think important. It's like important yeah. for. I know this phrase gets thrown around a lot. Your mental health. Uh, to not, like, emotionally invest in things that you can't change. And despite what every rom-com has taught me, <laughs> you can't change people, you know? Especially no, not people can't. who are just on the internet. It's also morally wrong to try. Like, I honestly believe that the only way people change is if they want them they want to change and get better it has to come from no one game. changes because so yeah no one changes because they're like someone made them change i have some literature they for because, you <laughs> there you go they change because their their fucking circumstances change or they themselves are in a position where they require to change or they make that decision themselves you can't make people better you can just stop people from hurting other people yeah that's true. And it's a good thing to do that, for sure. This is why I've gotten off the Twitters, fighting wars over nothing. Well, to the point where it doesn't fucking matter. Like, yeah. honestly, I'm sorry. There was one person that just got exposed in the uh, wrestling bias oh, on Twitter. As yeah. DJ Khaled all, all, the, all they did was delete their social media, and I didn't even know about it. And not only did I not know about it, I didn't notice or, or care. <laughs> and it didn't affect anything. Yeah. Nothing changed. Uh, so, you know. I will say, I'm not on Twitter anymore, but, no, but one thing I have noticed now just being on Instagram, right? Because Facebook is for uh, our parents now. I'm, I'm just on the Instagram now, but no. And you know how, like, I, well, you're you're a married man, but I'm, I'm a... Uh, yeah. I'm a voracious single male, right? Uh have a what's well, a sexual appetite that makes Michael Douglas weep? Uh, <laughs> make Michael Douglas weep. Like, yeah, yeah. Unstoppable uh, cocksmith is what <laughs> I, I believe that's the name. It's unstoppable cocksmith. That was my nickname Lost in high school. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm on the the Instagrams, and you you know how there's like you follow the the attractive celebrities, right? The folks you see on the TVs, the the professionally attractive peoples. Yeah. Uh, included, like, you know, uh, wrestlers and actresses and musicians, whatever. 
right? Yeah. And you expect them every now and then to just throw up some thirst tweets every now and then. Oh, not tweets, sorry. Thirst <laughs> posts on Instagram. You know? You know how they do? Um, and that's part of the, that's part of the, the, uh, the experience, right? Is they, they get to be millionaires and then they also are hot on Instagram, right? Yeah. Um, and it's to varying degrees. You know, some of them have OnlyFans to promote or whatever they got. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's all well and good. Now, the, the other side of this is when your real life female friends who are also attractive, are also, you know, trying to, you know, th they got followers to please, right? Yeah. And yeah. they're also your friends. But the thing about <laughs> is when, when you log into your Instagram, you don't know what's going to be in the, at the top of the feed. No, not at all. You know, I'm just going to click to see, you know, uh, people reacting to my video about us taking over, balling out. And oh, this is a woman I know in real life. Uh, you know who is, um, let's just say, uh, killing it. <laughs> yeah, fucking right. And there's no. I'm, what I'm saying is, Benel, it's hard to it's harder to compartmentalize that on Instagram than other it's social really media sites. <laughs> it's really I can't choose to not see uh, my female friends really hot pics. It just because it's gonna happen. They're gonna be at the top of the feed yeah, yeah. when I log in. Like uh, every time. <laughs> Every time, because it's not like they're not getting likes. Yeah, no. they're not going to be and buried, and it's going to be open as soon as uh, your fiance walks in, and it's like <laughs> she's like, "Who's that?" And I'm like, "That's my friend," and she's like, "Jesus, her butt." Yeah, yeah, it do be like that. Um, it, it exactly like that. So I mean, I guess I don't know if there's a moral to this story. <laughs> I just. It's just been harder for me. It's harder to compartmentalize, is what I'm saying. Is uh, I mean, it's tough. Look, like, man, you just have you have to have, you got to make allowances for yourself. You have to yeah. have that part of your Instagram feed that is just you know fitness girls in yoga pants, yeah, doing squats. Yeah, we all have that. Yeah, we we all have that. We all have our famous our favorite like you know celebrities. You know, we got our cosplay. We got our cosplayers. We got yeah. our cosplayers with OnlyFans. Yeah. Accounts who seem to be like their only job is jiggling. Like that seems to be like the only thing they do. Yeah, we got cosplayers. I'm like, we got uh, hey, a couple of us might even follow straight up sex workers. You know why? Because we're because we're good allies. <laughs> yeah, sex work is real work. Sex work. Is I mean, work. not according not not according to the government on every platform, but uh, well, what the know. fuck do they know? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no one's ever fucked them for money. <laughs> Actually, yes. Oh, I mean, I meant they, the I meant the opposite. <laughs> honestly, that's why they keep it that way. They don't want. I meant they, they don't never... want to. Here's the thing: they don't want sex work regulated and oversight because that means they can't abuse women. They don't have or control children, over it, which yeah. is most. They don't. That means they don't abuse women or children, which is what mostly they're into. Yeah, it's um. We live in a society, and it is corrupt. <laughs> I mean, it's a way. It's a way. There's a way to fix it. Nobody wants to do it. Uh, legalize slash. Well, it's, is it no. decriminalize? No, uh, it's killing rich people and taking their shit. Oh, and he, you mean eating the rich? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's killing rich people and taking their shit. That's like how we do it. And I'm not just talking about rich people. I'm like, like their families too. <laughs> I'm like as a message. Yeah, no, like their entire bloodline's just gone. Oh, like okay. I'm talking like you know, Gregor King and their baby kids. Like that's what I'm talking. Scorched about. Earth shit. Yeah. Yeah, real scorched. You want to Kaiser Sose them? Um. 
Yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. You have to show these you know, men of like, will what true you know, will is. You, you know, remember Game of Thrones where uh, Daenerys, like, before she uh, turned into Hillary Clinton, she, like... <laughs> yes. She crucified the leaders slave owners. of the slave owners and to have them point the direction of the king, of, like, to the palace. Yes. Also, historically accurate. That actually is something someone did. Yeah. I, in Rome, like, they crucified people and then have them point the figure to the next person. Jeez. That's, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we should do that, but with the rich. <laughs> but, but no, we, the rich create jobs, but no. Uh, no, or, or labor creates jobs. Labor creates jobs. But what, doesn't doesn't the need to live create Ev- jobs? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, the need to be alive. Yeah. What jobs create is wealth, and wealth goes to one pe- the, the people with capital. Hmm. What we do is sell time. Which we'd never get back. It's a resource we'll never get back. But we constantly burn and use. In, in exchange for resources that we will always get back. Mm. For a... for a, We sell our time for a free hand. A short hand. To give us stuff. I, money. many of the stuff we don't use. Yeah. Uh, many, many of the stuff we don't actually need, um, which is fair. Look, I'm a man that collects miniatures. I, I know I, I know that everything I do is wa- is a waste <laughs> of time, and all my needs are seen too. Let's not be honest. It's not like I'm, like, but the fact is that we could live in a world where everybody's needs are seen too. Uh, well, and we choose not to. But the th- because it, but no, we only have as many resources as oh wait, we could actually feed the whole world if we wanted to. Yeah, we can uh, absolutely feed the entire world. But we don't. We have to hold yeah. some people uh, back because they're not doing enough. We, other people have to needlessly suffer so that some of us can have a little bit more than the rest of us. Yeah, and we're all complicit. Well, and we're all complicit. So that, in, in case you're wondering, we're all evil, uh, and humanity in the world would be better if humanity didn't exist. Well, but no, that's a little. That's I literally think, a little far. I think about it all the time. Like, man, dude. Dude, there were six families of homo, sap- of, uh, homo sapiens. Six other geniuses of humans mm-hmm. around. We beat all of them because we're evil. Well, I mean, it's not, I, don't think, I think that's an oversimplification. <laughs> I don't think it's just from doing evil. Uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of things that get involved with that. Innovation, it's, we ingenuity, were, uh, luck, rape. Luck is a big lots part. Of, lots of rape. I mean, that is historically a lot of what happened. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of rape. Not just back then, but like since then. Yeah. Um, dude, we could have fucking like if we were all Neanderthals and had the. I think what it is is human beings were able to conceive of things greater than themselves, but we don't know that for a fact. Because we killed all the Neanderthals. Imagine if there was two human, if there's two races of people. Yeah, two races, uh-huh. Neanderthals and humans. Like imagine the Neanderthals just evolved, and like it's now we have like too. fucking Neanderthals. So there's humans. Yeah, the we human. got humans, and we got like uh, Neanderthals. Humans shit. too. And like the Neanderthals, like fucking, I don't know, climb walls or whatever. Like that shit. Like build tools. Uh-huh. Or whatever. Uh. Our tail. world will be socially. Our, our world will be completely different. They're like Goku. They have a tail. They have a tail. The, the Amazons didn't have tails, but let's just say they re they re evolved to have tails. <laughs> uh, 
And somehow that gave them an advantage, and they live in trees. <laughs> yeah, imagine, imagine we if it was we shared the world with Neanderthals, like the modern Neanderthals. They'd have like special Neanderthal cards, a special Neanderthal internet. Holy shit! That'd be pretty. Can you cool. imagine the memes the Neanderthals could make? It wouldn't last, but now we'd go to war, and one species would get wiped out eventually. Or both species get wiped out eventually. Well, and that's when if we have nukes, or if we haven't reproduced that's the, when, across the world. That's yet. when the cats. That's when the cats take over, baby. Nah, fuck the cats, bro. It's uh, well, actually, maybe I mean, maybe it would be the cats. <laughs> it's all about the ants, bro. Ants. The ants. Ants are too. We're gonna do. Trust me, we're gonna do an animal tier list. Oh yeah, yeah. We will be discussing. Yeah, we will get to have discussion about what animals we can take in fights, and uh, we'll be doing <laughs> animal tier lists. Uh, all all that fun stuff. But but no, we uh, right now, animals. I, yeah, we got we got apples to get to, right? We do. We uh, actually, yeah. Well, um, uh, you know what? Let's uh, yeah, you know, let, let's do this this list first. Yeah. Um. So I have here Benel for our first week of uh, balling out. Uh, the fifteen best shonen anime protagonists ever made. And I was just thinking about this because we were watching the pilot, the first episode of Dragon Ball. And I was wondering what people, like, if people still thought of, like, Goku. Because at the end of Z and at the end of GT, Benel, Goku kind of fucking sucks. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. He's not really cool worst. anymore. And watching this, this, this first episode of Dragon Ball again, I was just reminded of how much I enjoyed him as a kid. And how they tried to recapture that in GT, but in the most shittiest way possible. Um... And how, yeah, I just, uh, so here I have, this list is on fanspot.com. Uh, which protagonists stand out among the rest? We'll be ranking the best Shonen Amory protagonists ever made. Uh, so, Benel, uh, would you like to take a guess as to who you think's on this top 15? I, I just take blind guesses. Start taking some blind guesses and I'll, I'll tell, if you get them, I'll tell you yes and where they rank. All right. Let's go with Yusuke Yurameshi. Yusuke Yurameshi is not on the list. What? I know. Yeah. Huck. I'm surprised too, right, actually. Well, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm surprised. Okay. Obviously. All right. Monkey D. Luffy. Monkey D. Luffy is number six. Fucking better be. Yeah. Alright, I'm looking at the movie. Uh, fucking Itadori Yuji. Itadori Yuji is not on the list. Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. Indeed, Tanjiro from Demon Slayer is here. He's number 11. So you got okay, Luffy nine, six. Nine. Yep. Yeah, if Luffy sticks, then who the fuck is number... Is, is Goku number one? Goku can't be number one. Goku is not on the list at all. <laughs> what kind of fucking list is this? I, I when you start getting some of them though, I don't necessarily think it's a bad list, but it is uh it's interesting. It's a For list sure. certainly. Uh, fucking Yusuke's not on there. Yusuke Yu Yu Hakusho is like one of the, it's the reason yeah, we know. have Hayato's in Shonen Anna. What the fuck? I definitely what see two saying? people on here I would replace with Yusuke and Goku, but it's fine. I, I immediately see the two people I'd replace, <laughs> but, um... 
Uh, there's but you there's a there's a, a favorite of yours on here. Um, and pretty ranked pretty high. A couple of classics ranked pretty high. I mean, obviously Naruto would probably be uh, like Naruto, Naruto is kind of, yeah. number fifteen out of fifteen. As the author said, he barely made it onto the list to begin with. <laughs> um, he's a pretty standard like protagonist. However, uh, his talk no jutsu can ruin the mood in some major fights. However, the dynamic he has with Kurama has always been a joy, and he is definitely no pushover when it comes to combat. Naruto number 15. Fuck. I don't know. Fucking Gantz? Like, is Gantz on this goddamn list? No, Gantz is not on the list. Think about think about the think of so many protagonists, right, Benel? Think about think about the the characters you've loved, and think about who other people like who you might not. <laughs> oh, I don't ever think about what other people like. I don't. Oh, that's okay. fair. This is the problem. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, fucking Yugi Moto. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's on oh, the brain because we watched the episode. But no, he's not on. Yeah, because watch him. Who's the main character of Bakugan? Does anybody know? He, uh, they're not on here. <laughs> Is the main character of Bakugan I, not on there? No. I, I will say, of the 15, I know for a fact you have watched 12 of these, and you know 13 of them, for sure. I'm pretty sure. This is killing me. Like, I, I literally cannot think of the... Uh, fuck it. Who else is on there? Like, oh, maybe not. Maybe you watch wanna... 11 and you know 12. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is Aaron Yeager on that list? Yes, he is. <laughs> so about someone I'd replace. Aaron Yeager is number four. Number the... four over Luffy? He's the highest ranked of anyone we talked about so far, yeah. What the fuck? I know. People this? like Attack on Titan. Couldn't be me. What list <laughs> That's not completely true. I like season... I, I liked a lot of season one and season four had some cool shit, but I don't overall enjoy Attack on Titan. I don't know if I, if I talked about that to the ballers. I don't, I don't remember, but I think the, yeah, the show no, this is it's definitely the most overrated anime to me. Attack on Titan for sure. Fascism, fascism <laughs> aside, <laughs> yeah. Even with its politics aside, I I still don't enjoy it generally. Um, Are we talking like like Shinra from fucking Fire Force? Uh, no. Okay. There's that like a, there's, there's like three life. in a row here who like I know you enjoy the, you like these characters a lot. Denji from Chainsaw Man? Uh no. No. I'm starting to run out of people. You are. Well think about animes you know, you've watched that are popular. I unfortunately have watched so many of them. That's true. Think about some of the more like mainstream ones. So hard because I don't. There's a there's a legit like three in a row list here of like I know you like these characters and these shows. <laughs> uh, fucking. Oh, so Deku obviously. Yeah, you also forgot about number Deku. twelve or sorry, number thirteen, Izuku Midoriya. Yeah. So he oh, was the, he was the obvious one you left out, but there's still a three shot here. Basically, number seven through nine. Uh, <laughs> Luffy's six, Aaron Yeager's four, and seven through nine are all characters that 
I I know you enjoy the shows and like their characters. We we've discussed all these like shows before in tangents. <laughs> well, the problem is like uh, it's not the it's not the it's like the place on the list. You don't like volleyball. Is Haikyuu is Haikyuu a shonen? Well, it's a sports one, right? Yeah. It has nothing to do with volleyball. It's it's an it's a sports anime. I just haven't watched it. Oh, okay. We all know sports anime have nothing to do with like sports. They're just like dude, it's it, <laughs> you don't yeah, have to like sports. Yeah. To like sports, sports anime. Sports anime is, is just shonen anime. It's just battle anime, but with yeah, sports. Yeah, the battle anime. Yeah. Well, Haikyuu. They're all battle. For, an- but from what I've heard, Haikyuu yeah, is Haikyuu. less battley and more like. Uh... No, no, it is bad. It is very battley. Oh, okay. Battley is one battle. Oh, okay. I, there, okay, there is a lot of like dude stuff. Like, is we're all friends. Let's all be friends. Sure. You know, sure. you know, uh, fucking cottage core shit that happens. But when it gets into the games, the games are then the battles. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Are you, so I'm, gonna, like, I'm gonna read you 15 through yeah. 10. And so, okay, so 15 is Naruto Uzumaki. 14 is Sinbad from Magi, or Ma- Magi, how it's pronounced. Um, I've never seen it. Yeah, I've only watched a couple episodes. 13 is uh, Deku. Uh, 12 is Rimuru Tempest from that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Which, even though I like this show, I don't know if I'd have Rimuru above fucking Yurameshi and Goku, but okay. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Number 11 is Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. Number 10, you would have never got this. Meliodas from Seven Deadly Sons. Uh, There's no way that Meliodas is on that fucking Above list. Goku and Yaku Yurameshi. <laughs> There's no fucking way on what universe. I don't know, man. Seven Deadly Sins is a mid-ass anime anyway. Yeah, it would be like if fucking Natsu was what on the- here. <laughs> so just to be clear, Natsu's not on here. But <laughs> it's like, yeah. Might as well put the fucking dude from Shaman King on there. <laughs> and I won't give up the fight. To be fair, the Shaman King manga is pretty good. To be yeah, Shaman King... Um, hey, no, you know what? You know what? Zatch Bell should be on their fucking thing. <laughs> People don't love Zatch Bell. Um, I, I don't know why. I, Zatch Bell was n- I have never watched I it, really, to be fair. So I, 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 I literally I <laughs> literally don't know why. Uh, I have watched Death 7 Daily Sins, and I can say it is pretty dumb. <laughs> it's, it's got ass power scaling and uh, pretty down the plate storytelling, but whatever. Um... I don't really get yeah, I also I don't get the Meliodas love really. He's not even the coolest character in his group. Which I know that's like a thing people say about a lot of uh shonens or whatever, but like it's very true with him. <laughs> of the seven deadly sins, he's like at best the fourth coolest. Um But so those those are fifteen through ten. You know nine through seven, so I wanna keep giving you a ch- a shot at these. Uh unless you unless you submit and then I will just tell them to you. But We've talked about these extensively. So we got like gone. Gone has to be on there. Okay, gone is actually number one. Gone freaks hunter hunter is number what one. What the fuck? Well, I don't agree with this honestly, but I do. Hunter hunter the show is generally <sighs> pretty goaded, but like I don't think I think high gone praise, is yes no I high praise, but come on. I don't over, think gone is number one. Yeah, I, don't, I don't agree with this. Over. <laughs> Goku? Oh, I mean, look, I don't even like Goku, but over Yusuke Yameshi? I mean, I just don't think... Fucking... I think what it, Hunter Hunter's strengths, I don't think its protagonist is one of its main strengths. 
No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's not. I mean, I like. I think it's fine. Like, I'm not a giant <laughs> Hunter Hunter fan. I have watched some episodes. I just, yeah, I mean, number given one. Given that they're created by the same guy, I mean, how many people prefer Gone to Yusuke? Actually, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Of of Tagashi's protagonist, I feel like <laughs> most people like Yusuke more than Gone, but. Uh, also, this was really funny. So, if you go to like the the Crunchyroll YouTube, they have like a video called "The Best Moments of Gone," and it's like five minutes. And then they have another video called "The Best Moments of Killua," and it's like thirteen minutes. <laughs> Someone pointed that out in one of the comments. Because <laughs> Killua is people like Killua more than Gone, by like quite a bit. But anyway, he's number one. So. All right, man. Who, you okay. give up? I I gave up. Like that right. that blew the that blew my hair back. Okay, number nine. You're gonna kick yourself. Mob Kageyama from Mob Psycho 100. I had a see. I had a suspicion. Uh, I had a suspicion. Uh, Saitama is not on here, by the way. So. Uh, okay. Mob is number nine. I would put him even higher, probably. But number absolutely the highest. Number eight. Senku Ishigami, Dr. Stone. Uh, Number eight? Uh, yeah, you're not as high on Senku, I don't think. But, like, you did. We have watched Dr. Stone. I, I, lo- a lot. I love Dr. Stone, though. Like, I do love Dr. Stone. Don't get me I wrong. am actually pretty high on Senku now that I think about it. I'm pretty high on him as a character. Uh, I'd put him top, I'd put him top 10. Definitely. I'd probably put him top 10. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, this is a show that you know better than me uh, Koro Sensei, Assassination Classroom. <laughs> I do love Koro Sensei, but he's not really the protagonist. Well, he's not a typical protagonist, and he, but he kind of is the protagonist. I mean, you you watch the, the show the more than me, but the protagonist is the is the short kid, like what, yeah, what's his name? the redhead, right? He's he's the POV character, not uh, Nagisa. Nagisa. He's the POV yeah. character. Yeah, um, he's the POV character, and the protagonist kind of. But Koro Sensei is the straw that stirs the drink of the show. Yeah, he's a right. strongest drink. So that kind of makes sense. Uh, yeah, Kurosante is seven. Number six, Monkey D. Luffy. Number five, Gintoki Sakata from Gintama. That kind of makes sense. I've never watched. Never watched. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I I didn't think you had, so I, I'm not surprised you didn't get that one. Absolutely never. Did. Uh, number four, Aaron Yeager. Get the fuck oh. out of here. But whatever. Uh, number three is one that I think you definitely could have gotten. Uh, Edward Elric from an alchemist. I was gonna go, yeah, either Elward or the dude from Bleach, one of those two. Ichigo, yeah, Ichigo's not on here. Uh, Ichigo number two sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind him, but he wouldn't be in my top ten. Uh, number two, Joseph Joestar, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I mean, if you okay, just said JoJo's, if you just picked any, you know, I would have given it to you because like <laughs> pick a JoJo, pick I, one JoJo. Most people pick JoJo, but you know, sure. Um, how do you know that? I don't think most people like Jotaro who are in the Jotaro fan base. I thought Jotaro and Giorno were the, the, the one who, the, the two most beloved. Because uh, uh, Joseph is the OG? Is he the first one? Yeah. Or the second no, one? They like the, they like the dude, the girl from Stone. Stone. Ocean. Oh, the, when they had the female Jojo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, she's pretty popular too. That's true. Well, Giorno's the current yeah, one, though, like- so he's got that edge up. And Jotaro is the one from what's considered to be, like, the best, the golden, 
season Nera. of JoJo. Well, yeah, well, he, and he's the one who took down Dio. So he's kind of like the the ace JoJo. But they picked Joseph, so, you know, respect. Um, But yeah, that's the top 15. And the number one is, oh, of course, God Freaks. So uh, an interesting top 15. Definitely have some qualms with it. Um, But uh, now let's dive into the actual episode here. Of uh, Dragon Ball, episode one. Enter Dragon Ball. All right, Benny J. And in this crowd, and it feels the touch of a. Okay, uh, opening presentation! <laughs> Actually, starts with an absolute bop of a theme. Uh, if you watch it on Crunchyroll, they have both the English and Japanese lyrics, and they're the same song. Yeah, did you did you watch this in Japanese or English, Bruno? I watched this in English. Same, okay. I think we're going to watch it in English. Um, yeah, we'll do that. That'll be the main thing. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. It's the But yeah, they're the same song. They just re-recorded the Japanese version in English, which right. is fucking dope. It is a good song. Good shit. Good job, Crunchyroll, you fucking dorks. <laughs> yeah. Crunchyroll. Uh, all right, we open up. We, we get the uh, voiceover guy who appears throughout the series. Uh, he introduces us to a faraway land in a mysterious era on a distant mountain away from civilization <laughs> where a young boy lives protecting his grandfather's most mystical possession, possession the Dragon Ball. It's my grandpa's ball. His Dragon Ball. Usually, we don't need to protect Grandpa's balls, as they're generally out of his pants. Mm. He's got to keep them at the optimum temperature. You know, watching this back-to-back with yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, it's really interesting, like, with the shonen protagonist with the Grandpa type of thing. Uh, it's just it's a fun, classic trope. Except that Goku's Grandpa, Gohan, is dead! <laughs> yeah, we're right. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Goku is, uh... Going about his day, having cut down a giant log with a big saw and rolls it down the hill towards home. Um, we later get a look at Goku's training, which involves lifting the log and then punching it in pieces to create perfect wooden blocks. Which begs the question, why did Goku need a saw in the first place? <laughs> well, you know, it made it easier for him. You know, the tools of man. That's also probably the way Gohan showed him to cut down trees. Suddenly, Goku's Sorry. very hungry. Oh, yeah, he is. And he wants to go get lunch. He cuts down trees. He carries a staff. He protects his grandpa's ball. <laughs> All about protecting his grandpa's ball. <laughs> On Wednesday, he'll go fishing and have butterscotch for tea. <laughs> go ahead, Bomba is driving up the mountain. She pauses for a second to take a look at the dragon radar and finds out where that dragon ball is. Meanwhile, Goku grabs his pole. His pole. Thick, turgid pole. It's massive. And goes out to grab some food. Yep. Uh, When uh, when the dragon ball begins to glow, Goku, thinking that the dragon ball is actually his grandpa, Ask the Dragon Ball if it's okay <laughs> before going getting some food. But so when Gohan was alive, he had the ball. 
And then he died and said, now I'm the ball. Goku. Yeah, I think Goku is confused. But did Goku bury him? Or like, well, I'm, I'm confused. I, I... How, what happened? <laughs> how would Goku know to bury him? How did? But also, why would Goku think he's the ball now? <laughs> I don't understand what Go what Gohan said to him must have been really fucking weird. <laughs> um, well, regardless, yeah, we forget our first shot of Bulma, the fir- the OG anime waifu. Mm-hmm. And her original. She's- What's up? She's thirteen in this in the series. Eat a dick, Bose. <laughs> Is she thirteen or like fifteen? Not that it makes it better, like but. I, thought, yeah, okay. I don't think make it better, right? Yeah, I think she's like thirteen. Okay. Well, anyway, shit. Goku thinks. <laughs> anyway, when Go while Goku's out getting food, he comes across the saber toothed tiger, uh, who he gets to chase him around before the tiger leaps off a cliff, Looney Tunes style. It's this is straight up Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. It legit runs off a cliff and falls. Goku grabs eyeball, a branch. Eyeball, yeah, eyeball popping off and everything. Yeah. Running in the air and then falling, everything about it. Um, and it really reminded me of this scene, like, Goku grabs a branch and then he also falls in the water. And then he's like, that was awesome. This scene reminded me how much of Dragon Ball is just a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's really different coming off of Z and, uh, and GT. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, just, it's, it's, it's a lighthearted romp. It is. It's an adventure story. It is. All right, so having fallen in the water, Lo- Goku puts his clothes out to dry and goes tail fishing, baiting a giant fish in with his uh, tail and then kicking him to death. <laughs> Here we get to see Goku's penis for the first time. Well, so they, right now, guys, penis time. count. Guys, penis count. One. Goku's, Goku's penis. Ba-na-na-na. I need a bell to go off every time we see Goku's penis. Guys. Goku's penis. Just one. so you know. Yeah. Just so you guys know. <laughs> hey, you guys have seen some uh, Goku peen. I can't believe how quickly it was that we saw Goku's penis. It's within the first 10 minutes. <laughs> it's so fast. This is the first five. Yeah. <laughs> we just we just learned. We just met this motherfucker. And we just, just knew his. We just knew his name and we see his little penis and little balls. We've seen his full bare ass and now we've seen his penis. And, yeah, and he kicks a fish to death. Yeah, I mean that's that's how it is, brother. That's how it is. That's our man. Gotta be. And somehow you tell me Aaron yeah. Yeager is better than this guy, but okay. Yeah, no, Aaron Yeager. He's not on this list, but Aaron Yeager, <laughs> number one. <laughs> anyway, uh, while heading home, oh. Boma almost hits Goku with his car. Yeah, this ruled this whole scene. I for, I forgot like I remember like the you know the main through line for th- this, but I forget a lot of parts of it. <laughs> she hits him. She straight up hits him into knocks him into a tree with her car. Hell yeah! Like I feel like there's like a lot of like offensive women driving jokes. Like within you the, can make here like well I think it's within open. the text of the show even. <laughs> this is why I thought Bulma was like 15 because how was she allowed to drive that's true but they're, they're also you know cars that are made out of capsules so I know it's I don't a know fantasy what, what, world I don't know 
I don't know what's street legal around here. <laughs> You're right. It's a weird fantasy world where a dog is the president. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the president dog made it legal for sixteen year olds to drive for thirteen year olds to drive. She straight up runs him over and then he thinks the car is a monster who's trying to steal his fish. It, and so he picks up the car and throws it. The classic iconic image of Goku lifting the car with Bulma in it. Uh, good thing Bulma's not uh, hurt by this. <laughs> a-, a-, a la Superman and smashing it against a rock. Yep. Luckily, Bulma's not harmed. Uh, but she is strapped no, she's... to the nines. <laughs> yeah. Bulma comes out and, like, Bulma, the most American thing, she, like, uh, you, gotta, you gotta admit, Bulma must be a cop because her first thing she thought of was to kill this four year old. <laughs> Like pull this gun and do I have to kill this four year old? She should she should have yelled stop resisting, suppressing fire. She should have been like stop resisting, stop resisting, and then she shot this one. Imagine, <laughs> imagine how different the show would be if she just shoots a four year old in the face and <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> And then has to bury him, then he dies. <laughs> she has to bury him in the mountains. She has, what, first hole I dug? I dug plenty of holes. <laughs> well, first hole I dug. Where, and she just steals the Dragon Ball from a four-year-old that she murdered? <laughs> and then, she, and then, yeah, after she murders Goku, <laughs> shoots a four-year-old in the face, steals the Dragon Ball. <laughs> then the adventure is about this child murderer on the front from the on the run from the law, yeah. <laughs> on the run from justice, trying to get the Dragon Ball to clear her name. There's like a Netflix documentary about the cold case of Bulma. Oh, fucking uh, yeah! First hole I dug. Is she? Oh, oh God, dude! I was 13 she's years a millionaire. old. Yeah. God. Okay. <laughs> Put it this. She's the daughter of the founder of Calpsicorp, who went to the mountains to find something and shot a four-year-old in the face, buried the body, <laughs> stole the thing, and then continued a. Crime wave across the, well, not America, wherever this is, uh, across the land. The land. <laughs> what a Netflix docu! I would watch the shit out of that. Me and Lulu be on the couch, being like, "God damn it!" I made my first kill when I was thirteen. I killed that four-year-old Shamra right in the face. He was dumb, strong. He was lifting my car up and everything, but he couldn't deflect bullets. I want to point out that fucking OG child Goku was immune to bullets. I want you to remember that every time for the power scaling for the rest of the show ever. <laughs> like when fucking teen Super Saiyan Gohan gets punched in the face by a guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whenever there's like, yeah, if they're like, whenever Goku stumbles onto a, a, a bank robbery. Yeah. There you go. He like, starts that, out in mute time... bullets. That's where we're starting. Yeah, we're coming here, and now we gotta. Now, now, because this is very also very much a Superman, like, yeah, you know, Superboy thing where it's like, oh, this child is not just a regular child; he is a super child and is incredibly yeah. powerful. Like, yeah, it's very cool. It's Superman. It's the Monkey King. It's, uh, it's everything. And watching this, it really, I really was getting big Avatar and One Piece vibes out of this. Just like the beginning of a journey type of deal with some sort of mystical yeah. child. So she literally pulls a gun on Goku, shoots him, deflects the bullets, and then... And she's like, whoa. I would have loved to ask Bulma what her plan was if that didn't happen. 
Well, I told you what her plan was. She was going to bury that body, steal that Dragon Ball, Lee, and fucking split, bro. But instead, she's like, this kid's strong. He could be my bodyguard. Goku invites Boma over to eat some food. Having found out that Boma is from the city. Uh, he wants to know all about the city because he's never... He, he It's just him and his grandpa. He doesn't know a lot of things. He's never met a girl before. He doesn't know what a girl was. I mean, we all been there, brother, brother. And he looks for her tail. And like, like, looks like, <laughs> pulls her Check skirt it. up, and she's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm looking for your tail." And the thing about early Goku, it's charming how much he doesn't know, and it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> it's charming how naive he is and innocent. Much like, much like a five year old is age that is not like you know, right? Weird. Yeah. Like, he's curious about things. He doesn't know what things are, and he doesn't know what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. Yeah. So there is a childlike quality. To, there's a very childlike quality to, like, hey, I've never seen a girl before where, you know, like, and he's free with his body. Like, yeah. no one's ever told him to put on pants. Nope, he's got no shame about it. He didn't eat the apple from the tree that Satan gave him. He, he didn't know that he was naked. No. He didn't learn that. Yeah, and he... And he's not like a real. He's not. He's not sexualizing anyone. No, so. he doesn't know what a girl is. Uh, at one point, Bulma tries to like tease him sexually, and he doesn't. She's like, "What do you think doesn't we're gonna do when we?" It's like, "Well, we can then we can play together." And she's like, "Nothing inappropriate." And he's like, "I don't know what that means." Because <laughs> he doesn't know that. Either. It's yeah. never come up. No, this has been him and his grandpa. Yep. Uh, yeah. so fucking, uh, yeah, Goku takes her over to, like, Go Boma figure, uh, finds that the Dragon Ball is in Goku's direction, so she follows him. They have, lo- they, Goku introduces Boma to his Dragon Ball, which begins to glow, uh, and Goku, and Boma explains to Goku what the Dragon Balls are. Yeah. Uh, honestly, at this point, it's, the Goku and Boma duo are, like, a classic... OG anime duo. And this is like, they make a lot of sense in the beginning. Because she knows about the world, he doesn't, but he's really strong. And yeah, she's going on a dangerous journey, collecting these mystical artifacts. Which that's what the fucking Dragon Balls are. They're fucking relics. <laughs> Magical relics. Yeah, um, they're, uh, you know, gleaming gems created by green guys from, from the sky. That too. <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why Kami created these and it's never gone into why he did this or why he would just send them to Earth with like <laughs> no no concern or direction to who gets them yeah hmm. I think it's discussed but I don't remember right now honestly yeah I don't, <laughs> I don't know Anyway, meanwhile, Emperor Pilaf and his crew find one of the Dragon Balls, and we learned that the seven Dragon Balls, when brought together, can summon the internal dragon Shinron, uh, a giant Mr. Mesix who grants you one wish. Yep, indeed. And he's a Chinese dragon. Shinron's like, existence is torture, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) What is your wish? There are a lot of times in the show where they, like, leave, like, Shenron hanging for a while. Uh, 
I'm Mr. Shenron. Look at me. <laughs> oh, I'm Mr. Shenron. Look at me. Kind of explains the final arc of GT when he gets so what pissed and splits into a bunch e- of Shenrons. He becomes evil. He's like, I'm corrupted. I'm corrupted by your evil wish. Isn't... Aren't the wishes we made the most is bring people back to life? Yes, that is evil. <laughs> well, was it because it wasn't because the wishes were evil? It's because they were the Dragon Balls were overused. They over yeah, I guess it's, it's like if overused. you use them too much, fucking... then he becomes evil or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because existence is torture. Like you, <laughs> it goes. Oh my god, bro, this he doesn't want to be alive. Like Shenron doesn't want to live. No, but our existence is pain. That's what the Buddha said. Sharon's like, oh, I live. <laughs> and hurts. living is pain. Make your way. Uh, uh, and my stuff. See, Dragon Ball would be a lot better if that was the If the first, if someone was like, and for my, and for my wish, Shenron. I wish to end your pain. And, and then goes, Shenron just pulls out a Thank you. A nine millimeter. <laughs> pulls out a nine millimeter. Fucking opens his what? dragon mouth. Oh and, shit! Oh shit! That's not. Uh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I just meant to oh, be free no. of being a dragon, of, of, of granted wishes, Shenron. Like go on vacation, <laughs> like the genie I'm, in Aladdin. Shenron As just a, falls. They had to clean up the dragon corpse. His massive form collapses the earth. <laughs> I we probably should put out a warning about this. I don't want, probably should put out a uh, what are those called? Uh, oh, a content warning. Content for warning for yeah for self harm. Uh, yeah, content warning for dragon self harm. Um. God. God damn, that's funny. Oh, that's... <laughs> that's good stuff right there. Guys. I just love the idea got- that the, the, the wish would be like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I just meant, like, you know, be free. You know, like, free like the, the genie conflict. in Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah, like the genie in Aladdin. Uh, that's not oh, what I... Fuck. Oh, God. Oh god! Oh, the, oh, it's everywhere! It's everywhere! He falls upon the god earth like a fucking Yorga, Yorgamander or whatever. Yeah, just <laughs> wrapped around. Cops, the cops show up. What happened here? Well, oh my god! I wish for his freedom. Oh god! Oh, I'm sorry. You're under arrest. For what? Manslaughter. Dragon slaughter. We found your text messages to the dragon. Anyway, uh... What's yeah, that was fucking great. That was fucking great. Anyway. Oh. Cut back to Boma and Goku. Uh, Goku's reluctant to give up the Dragon Balls to Boma, so Boma at first tries to show him her panties, which uh, doesn't work. It didn't. Not this time. Boma uh, then switches tactics and asks Goku to come along to find the other Dragon Balls uh, so he can like experience the world and have an adventure. Goku agrees, but states that he wants to keep his uh, a hold of his grandfather's Dragon Ball. 
Yeah. Because she showed him the other two that she had. There's also a cutaway here. We see Pilaf and the gang. Uh, their first introductions. They found one of the Dragon Balls. Yeah. Um, so we got our main, our main, well, our antagonist for the time being. For the time though, being. <laughs> yeah. And even though Pilaf is a fucking goof. Yeah, he's a clown, but yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, with that, the deal is set. Uh, Bulma, you know what's funny? Bulma kind of manipulates Goku here, telling him. Yeah. Because for one, oh, the other thing is Bulma's wish, she wants to wish for a boyfriend. That's the whole thing she's, like, doing this for. Um, which is, uh, pretty fucking funny. <laughs> and, uh, it's, like, fucked up, but also funny. Like, um, so, what was it? And then, oh, yeah, so then, and Goku, she minimizes Goku by being like, your grandpa would want you to go on an adventure. Which, like, Goku would have, the thing is, weird thing is, I feel like Goku would have been fine living his whole life just, you know, he, he, he clearly take care of himself here, right? But he would have yeah. never grown. He would have just been this no. guy forever and then died. No one would have known he existed. And it would have been a good show. <laughs> so no, we have and to... also the world would have, and also the world would have ended because King Piccolo would have killed everyone. Uh, yeah, and he... then he would have him, and then he himself would have been killed by Saiyans. Well, yeah, I wonder if the Saiyans would have ever known he was here, though. But either way, the, the universe Radix... would be way more fucked for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, Raditz would eventually track him down. Um, Possibly, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's like. Yeah, King Piccolo would have been rinsed. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, it would have been bad eventually. <laughs> yep. So, good thing he went on this adventure. Goku asks Boma how they plan to find the Dragon Balls, and Boma shows Goku the Dragon Radar, which reveals that the Dragon Ball is out. Uh, it's just out of their walking distance, several miles, several hundred miles to the west. So Boma gets them a new set of wheels. She takes out a capsule Boma. and summons a motorcycle. Let's go. Oh yeah, and the two set off together. Boma and Goku haul ass to the next destination. Uh, Boma drives so badly that they get some uh, a pretty gnarly aerial. <laughs> it's pretty lit though. It's yeah. uh, a Grand Theft Auto three hundred dollars stunt bonus. Boma goes to pee, but is captured by a pterodactyl who can speak perfect English. <laughs> Why the fuck does, does pterodactyl speak? And does and does nothing but food puns. <laughs> Fuck! The pterodactyl speaks better than Goku does. Like he's like well spoken. Fucking educated motherfucker, hilarious too, because he's like just dishing out these fucking food puns, dishing pun intended. Well done, Good shit. Good shit. Dishing out. God, you fucking (laughs) stupid. The the pterodactyl. So first, Bulma's like, "I gotta take a pit stop," and Goku's like, "All right, I'll come with you." She's like, "No, you can't come along," because he doesn't know what a pit stop is. Right? She's gonna take a piss, and Goku. What I loved about this, I love the reveal where he she like means I gotta go pee, and Goku's like, "Why can't you just pee right here?" <laughs> um, calls Goku a regular Einstein, and then ties him to a tree and kidnaps. Who taught this Bulma. pterodactyl about Einstein? I don't know. Also implies that Einstein exists in this world. Yes. Uh, he does. I'm assuming he does. Um, 
He's like, Aktu Leba, and then somebody hits him with a beam weapon and he disintegrates. He gaslights Goku and then pretends he's a friend of Bulma's and then leaves. And Bulma calls him an idiot and says to come help her. And Goku's like, well, I get why you're mad, but there's no reason to call me names. <laughs> um, I mean, he, you know, he fair point. Yeah. Uh, so Goku who get hell, hauls ass after her, gets on the bike. Because of her kickflip aerial that she did before, Goku's convinced that the machine can fly, uh, and he's able to chase, down, af- chase after Bulma and launches himself into the air, uh, trying to catch Bulma as she is uh, taken away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, Goku fails to reach Boma, but uses his uh, power pole. Extend. His long, turgid power pole. He's able to whack the, par- the pterodactyl out the sky, knocking Boma loose and uh, saving her from being devoured. And then she takes uh, 103 fall damage. No, she survives because Goku uses his power pole to pin her to a rock. <laughs> that was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, like she that. was falling and screwed for her life, and Goku saves her by pinning her to a rock with his turgid power pole. Stiff power pole. Um. So the extending, I mean, I, I assume most folks know this, but the this extending staff is an original Monkey King weapon. Uh, yeah, the Monkey King though would he could pull it out of his ear, so that was a cool thing he could do. Yeah, because it it could go to the size of a toothpick. Yeah, uh, to literally the size of a mountain. The size of a yeah, yeah. So it's literally the size of a mountain. So Goku's staff goes from like a small staff to like an extended staff, and which he can bash you with bash bash. Um, and uh, so uh, he saves the day. And our heroes drive off into the sunset. What adventures will they get into next? I don't know, fucking voiceover guy. Why are you asking me these questions? <laughs> I like this voiceover guy's attitude. Oh, all right. Oh, what adventures am I gonna? Are they gonna get to next? I don't know. Maybe we should watch the show. <laughs> Why don't you find out, bitch? <laughs> um, let's well, episode. I'm like, I'm like your judging tone. That's episode Sorry. one of Dragon Ball. Uh, yeah, he's real. You know, you know I'm, we better get used to him, Benel. He's in it for the long haul. Fucking right. Yeah. What'd you think, Benel? Episode one of Dragon Ball. Uh, but let me ask you, how, when's the last time you watched Dragon Ball? Oh, not, not in ten years. Ten years, yeah. I yeah. think... I think also about ten years for me, probably. Um... Yeah. Uh, what did you think of this episode upon rewatch? Out of seven Dragon Balls, what would you rate it? I'd give it a five Dragon Ball. Five? Yeah. Uh, it's I, good yeah, I liked it. I, I think I'll go four out of seven. Um, I, It does set the tone for what this show is. Yeah. Which I appreciate. It lays some pipe. Yeah. There's some pipe laying. Boma's characterization is like so dated, though. And this was stuff yeah, about it that's so dated. 
Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of hard to watch in parts. But yeah. I'm just gonna accept it as it is, cause I cause I know cause I know what it is. I'll go four out of seven. Dragon Balls. Um, and with that, we only have one more segment, but now it's, it's only the final segment we have is plugs. You hear that train, Vanel? Plug a 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 plug. It's in post, so you can hear it. All aboard the plug. All aboard the plug train. Benny G, what you got to plug? Oh my God, Battle Club X on YouTube for Battle Club Pro. Uh, episode three is out now. You can see a certain flying lucha pig battling with his best with best friend Mills Hendricks against Big Cuzzo, H-A-H.A.M. underscore wrestler, ham wrestler on Instagram is where you find my flying lucha pig store. We gotta do run on shirts. So, uh, please, please buy some shirts. Get it to you as soon as we can. Uh, we got a new stock of, of, uh, teas available for you. Perfect for the summer. Fucking do it to it. Thank you so much. Lost only you got the play. Well, this, of course, the Talking Naruto podcast, the, uh, it's weird to even call it the sisters show anymore because it has the same host now. <laughs> uh, the OG show, me and Benel do. You can listen to that where podcasts are found. Um, and if you want to promote anything on the show, uh, send an email to ballingoutsuper at gmail.com. And what I think we'll do is um, for the future, uh, Benel. Uh, we'll have them send money to you, and then we'll promote stuff. Does that sound? That sounds good. Cool. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, send so, me money. Yeah, send us an email. Send, we'll make send sure us an email, and then uh, we'll yeah we'll we'll, we'll reply with Benel's info or whatever, and you send him twenty dollars, and then we'll plug your thing on the show. That's what we'll do. We're still working out the kinks of this <laughs> early episode. Uh, bear with us here. But, uh, yeah, so, um, and then, of course, patreon.com slash pod if you want to support, uh, Ball Out Super Pod. Uh, we, uh, me and Benel are going to attempt to do right by the show as we venture down to Dragon Ball. And if you sign up, you also get, uh, the paywall episode, which we are going to continue doing Yu-Gi-Oh!, picking up where we left off <laughs> so yeah i want to subscribe for that and i think that's it also i'm love vanguard on instagram if you want to follow me there um but that's it i think uh for you know for the first time uh but hopefully for many more coming down the pipe we'll see you next week on balling out super, super. Piao. Piao.